0: hey everybody and welcome back to the cure show today i want to talk about contracts contracts life contracts um i just be thinking about when young people die like what what did they do in their life to deserve such an early demise. <clears throat> My brother was killed in 2018 and the last couple months of his life building up to July 13th was chaotic. When I think back on the last few months of my brother's life, I don't see how I couldn't tell that something was going to happen <clears throat> to him. I think we overlooked the signs. I'm a criminal justice major. I'm in school for criminal justice. I'm studying criminal minds and um. I used to want to be a homicide detective, but I'm too emotional for that. So I switched to the criminal behavior because I feel like if you could talk to a criminal before they commit an act, you know, it starts with the thought. The thought of them even wanting to commit a crime. What is making them want to do that? You know, instead of you going out here, getting a job, making money the right way, what is making you have to go out here and hurt people or or commit a crime? So, if you can get to them before they even reach that thought that they have to do that, then we can you know we can have some some crime reduction around this motherfucker. That's what I switched my major to, but when I was doing criminal justice um for being a homicide detective, um, we had classes about death and um. I, you know, I believe in metaphysical, the metaphysical and reincarnation and all that type of stuff. So when people die, um, I go back and I look at the last couple of months on their life. Like if I, if I have access to their Facebook, I'll go back and look on the last couple, couple of months of their life. And, it's always the same thing. Like it's a trend. People, especially on Facebook, people write posts that that, without them saying so, it's a cry for help. Uh, my kid's grandmother. Um, not a couple. A couple months back, um, one of her friend's daughters killed herself. She had lost her baby. Um, Her baby was born sick and her baby ended up passing away. And um, she ended up taking her own life because I guess she just couldn't deal with the fact that her daughter was gone. So... I've known this girl for since I was with my kid's father. So from like I met them around 2011 and after her baby died, I could tell with her. She was off. I noticed it. I believe everybody noticed it. Just people don't know how to approach the situation the, f- the couple times that she did come around, I seen it on her. Like I say in every single episode, I'm real big on body language and reading. I don't listen to what you say. I'm I'm, I'm watching you. <clears throat> so every time she would come over there, I seen it on her. And I went on her Facebook after she passed away and I just went back. A couple months back on her post. And I just got upset. Because how could people not tell. That this girl was. Losing it. People see these cries for help. And then. They ignore it like. I see a lot of posts every day. About how people need to shut up. And quit telling all your business on Facebook. And stuff like that. Some people that's the only outlet. That they have. To vent. It pissed me the fuck off. I had a um an assignment to do. And in my criminal justice group on Facebook, um they have a group on Facebook where, you know, we talk about cases, like cases that have happened that's in the news or if somebody knows somebody they got killed or something like that, then you know, we discuss the situation or whatever. It was a a girl on there that was a part of our discussion one day. And this girl had been getting her ass beat by her boyfriend for years, had all these kids with him and her family knew about the situation and they did nothing. They treated it like, oh, well, she's still with him. So, you know, obviously she wants to be treated that way. So they ignored all the all these, you know, all this girl's cries for help. I can only imagine how many times she tried to call somebody in her family or one of her friends, and they brushed her off because of whatever reason and they talked about it in the comments, like she had friends and family on there speaking, <clears throat> but um during the quarantine, she ended up losing her job, which made her really depressed because she was stuck at home with her husband and he was whooping her so. Um, she lost her job. She had to start staying at home with him. And guess what ended up happening? Not even a month into the quarantine, he killed her. He killed her and hid her body, went to file a missing persons report at the police office and said that they had, um, they had a disagreement and she just left him with the kids. And that's what them motherfuckers do every single time. The husbands or boyfriends that kill their girlfriends or their wives, they say that shit every single time. Every single case that we've discussed where a woman went missing or something like that, it's obvious who the person is. But it's not, you know, you can't just assume that a motherfucker did something. Even if all the signs are there, you still have to prove it. So they had no way of proving that anything bad had happened to her until one day somebody was walking down the street or whatever and found her body. So I went on her Facebook, being nosy like I always am, and her last post for like the last three months have been her crying. She posted pictures of her with black eyes. Pictures of her with her and her kids, and you could tell she had been crying. Her eyes are bloodshot red, and she's just embracing her children. The thing that stuck out the most to me was the pictures with her black eyes, though. The pictures with her black eyes, she had 50, 60, 70 likes by her own family and friends. When you go to the comments, nobody is addressing the fact she getting her ass beat. So, that pissed me the fuck off. People were sharing her missing flyers poster. When y'all know what the fuck was going on in her household, and y'all got the audacity that all you can do is share a post that she missing, ain't nobody gonna go out there and try to find this woman after y'all know this woman been getting her ass whooped for all these years. See, I'm about to get mad. That shit just pissed me off so bad, and this is the reason why I'm going to school and try so hard to do this because when I say when I get my degree I'm gonna make a motherfucker feel me this shit that goes on in the world today is not okay it's not and I know I'm only one person but I want to be able to uh, put my impact on as many people as I can because this shit has to stop it's pitiful It really made me go even harder after it happened to my brother because I've always had a fascination for criminal justice and just, you know, law enforcement and all of that. And it's just been some crazy shit happening all my life that makes me think that this is my life mission. When I was a kid, I used to... Every Saturday night, um, when when whenever my brothers and sisters would go to bed, I would sit up and wait till eight o'clock at night so that I could watch America's Most Wanted with John Walsh. That was my favorite TV show when I was a kid. And everybody and I know my parents used to think, why is this child six, seven, eight years old watching stuff like this that she don't even understand? And I knew exactly what John Walsh was talking about. Everything that I didn't understand that they were saying, I would write it down and Google it. And we had dial up back then. So I'm talking about that's, that's how old this shit is. That's how real that shit is. I was a child. We had dial up internet and I would Google stuff that I seen him talk about or people that I seen him talk about so that I could figure out for myself why somebody, you know, why this person did what they did. I'm telling you, y'all I was the truth as a kid. As I got older, um, as I got older, just seeing things around me that happened made me want to go into criminal justice even more. Um, when I got into that accident and we had to go through all of that court shit, um, in order for me to get a settlement from that accident. Like all of that shit really interests me. And I and I still have all of my documents from my accident till this day. And I read it all the time. That type of stuff makes my heart skip beats. Like I love it. I've had friends that have died. I've had two friends that were killed by a drunk driver. And stuff like that just... It really bothers me, and I want to make a change. Like I thought after my friends died from, um, both of them were hit by drunk drivers. One of them was a girl that I grew up with when I, when you know, I've known her all my life. Literally, I've known her all my life. Twenty, twenty-nine years I knew her, and that was my first you know, one of my first friends, her and my mom, her mom and my mom are best friends to this day. Her and my mom, her mom and my mom have both, both, uh both lost their firstborn children to homicide. Hers was vehicular homicide and my brother was shot in the head during a robbery. That's another thing I'm looking at. When I see all this stuff on the news that I watch, I try not to watch the news because it really fucks on my emotions that things are going on in the world and nobody seems to really care about it. I I really can't. I rarely, rarely, rarely watch the news. I'll read a news report before I watch it because my emotions can't handle it. Like I, I could be watching the news and somebody got killed or something like that and I bust out crying because it's just like... I don't know, I'm just very emotional when it comes to stuff like that. That's the reason why I had to quit um I had to quit my uh my homicide investigator program. Because they would be in there showing us clips of things that have happened around my city. Like people who have got killed or you know, crime scenes and stuff like that. And I used to cry my eyes out in class. Everybody would be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, girl, why are you in this class if you can't even... I'm serious, y'all can't deal with it. But when it comes to judging someone and making them pay for their crimes, I want to be a part of that. Because it, you, it's not okay to be out here... Mm taking other folks kids away like people don't know how deep that shit is when my brother died when the investigators came to my house and told me um that my brother he told me and my dad that my brother was dead I literally felt like my soul left my body so I can imagine when other people imagine how my mom felt that's her first child the first person that taught her how to be a mother so Imagine all these people in the world that get that knock on their door every day that they they child or they brother or they sister somebody's dead. I'm telling you that's that's not something I would wish on anybody <clears throat> when they came and told me I couldn't do nothing but scream. I literally ran around my whole neighborhood just screaming. When I found out about my homegirl that got hit by the drunk driver, I did the same thing. I almost got hit by a car because I was so upset. And I, I know I knew I wasn't supposed to be overreacting like that. But when I'm telling y'all, my body just went into straight grief mode and I literally just I, I just ran. Ran and cried until I couldn't run and cry no more. My brother had to come find me and drag me in the house, like seriously. So imagine all that everybody somebody somebody feels that feeling literally every minute. Right now, somebody's gonna knock on their door, somebody got killed, or somebody's deceased. Think about all this shit being brought out into the universe. All that, all that bad energy, every minute of the day. There's thirty days in mo- in most months. Three hundred and sixty-five days in a year. I'm thirty years old, and people have been getting killed since before I was even thought of. And all of that energy is going into the universe. I believe that's what makes me so emotional. I I don't. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's upsetting to say the least. The contract, I think about what my brother did to get his contract signed. And by contract, I mean his death contract, because I do believe in those. What did my brother do in his life that signed his contract? My brother's done a lot of crazy shit. And I know you have to reap what you sow. So I just think about when people are taken away at young ages or in their mid-twenties. My brother was 40 when he got killed. And his birthday was that next month that he turned 41. He didn't even live to see 41. But I know my brother had to reap what he sowed in this life. And then that makes you worried for other people that you know are are not on the good track, and you think about all the bad shit they've done. I hear one day they're gonna have to uh pay for that. Mothers with sons that are um that are on the wrong, going down the wrong path um. I believe that's the reason why most mothers give up on their sons. That's a different type of heartache, I'm sure. My kids aren't old enough for me to understand that. But to have your children, which we feel like is our life outside of our bodies, to know that they're going down a path that we have tried everything to stop them from going down, and they're still going, and there's nothing we could do, that feeling of helplessness, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't. It's sad, but it's life. i gotta pay the price someday. I just hate my brother had to pay his early. Well, it ain't early because whatever date he was destined for, that was it. It wasn't no stopping it. So, yeah, I've accepted that. And I feel better knowing that energy never dies. And he's he's he'll always be here it's just his physical body that's not here for us to be able to see and know that he's okay. We just have to go by our vibes that we get. So, that's the most difficult part of grief. Um yeah. But that's enough rambling for me. I I didn't even know this was going to last 20 minutes, but it did. But it did. So, I'm going to end this here. Thank you for listening to me ramble. And until next time, I will talk to y'all guys later. Thank you.